What's up, homies? Just the homie who cares here. How we doing? How we feeling? Um, this one's gonna get a little personal. And I hope I have the time to tell the story. And it probably won't be 20 minutes. But we're gonna talk about the pain that I've gone through helping someone out. I have known somebody, this certain person, for probably the last 13 years of my life and always knew him to be pretty troubled and I've been working about the last 10 years of my life so maybe it's around the 10 to 12 year mark you just kind of start losing time after a while but his mom was struggling you know his family was always struggling I always tried to help him out and you know, kind of take him away from that a little, alleviate him, be his very best friend. And there was one time when I was a little younger where I thought it was going somewhere and it didn't. So then, well, it was also actually during a point of time when I was too nice and gave everybody money too, but it causes me to spiral and get angry because people, you know, use you for your your money and it hurts. It really does. So uh, I guess we don't really have to impede on the past parts because the past parts don't make you who you are. It just, I mean, it does and it doesn't, but... I um, came across this kid again, roughly four, maybe five years ago, and maybe that's why I say a lot of things are four or five years ago, like when I started a job, because that's where I felt like somebody actually gave me a shot to love them, and I thought this was our shot, and every step of the way I was told that this isn't right, this isn't how it's supposed to play out, everything's wrong, and as a young person growing up, it's hard not to listen to people, and I tell this story a million times, and it never comes across as I am, like, physically in pain because I got my heart broken so hard, it's not fair, and I know you're probably thinking, there's some girl out there crying about her heartbreak. I just don't understand why people do what they do. I let him live here for, I guess you could say three years, fighting back and forth, which now I know you can't really fight for somebody to be a person in your life, but you think it's more so a you thing. You think... Oh, I can help them, you know, I can be there for them, I can give them their space. And they take that space and they, they move on and it hurts. And it's hard not to come from a contradictive face of I'm hurt because and he's hurt because because I am hurt. And it's just not fair. So walking you through it, he needed a place to stay. And I thought, okay, I'll help you out. But, you know, rent is rent. And that's that. I've fallen in love once before. 
with another kid that I grew up with a neighborhood with, uh, grew up in the neighborhood with. But this is like, you know, my second love, and it was very harsh, and it still is harsh, and it's not fair. So, um, I just felt like I could take the time to talk through it, and somebody out there will hear it and say, what a, what a D-bag, and, you know, give me all the kind of things I want to hear. It's not something I really want to hear, I just want to get it out, you know. In case anybody out there is going through the same thing and experiencing the same kinds of anger and tiredness because you felt you wasted your time dealing with manipulativeness and narcissist and it's not me it can't be me I, I wasn't the problem but people have a real heart like a real way of showing you like you're the problem. So, um, I know he needed a place to stay. And I can't really be all particular with the details because I always felt like I was yearning for his best and I was always doing what I could to make it work. And for six months, we kind of were at a standstill because he would always circulate his pain from I don't want this to be like my ex. I don't want this to be like my ex. And that probably should have been a red flag. But it wasn't. I kept trying because I thought he loved me. Maybe he did at some point. But I just never understood when someone said, you know, all these words. I'm going to read you guys something. You're probably going to think this is dumb and it's not going to help me at all. But... I think I still have it. It's hard to say. And I always share it because it's like... I don't know how somebody can write this stuff and... It not mean anything. And I feel like I'll keep going through these spirals, but... I hope you guys can hear me okay. I'm trying to find it. How's everybody's day going? How we how we doing? How we feeling? Sometimes I don't think I deserve what I what I got, but hey, that's how you learn, right? That's how you learn what's worth it and what's not worth it. Um, let's see. And I'm not saying I was wasn't perfect. I know I'm not perfect. It's hard to be perfect in a world that's. Not at all made to be perfect. Okay. Let's see. No, that one's not it. It's one of the, one of the videos of me begging him to love me. Another, not videos. Um, notes. Just wanting him to love me, and I was begging for his love, and it killed me. It really did. <laughs> Trying to find it. Oh, maybe this is it. Dear Shelby, people may think you're not perfect, but in my eyes, you're beyond perfect. When I look in your eyes and see the real you, having your arms wrapped around me makes me forget about everything because I know you care about me more than anything. The way you say I love you just makes me melt inside. And the way you laugh at my jokes when they're funny and aren't funny, it makes me realize how much you mean to me. 
Your flaws make you perfect, and when I'm around, you feel like everything, I feel like everything is okay again, and you're the answer to all my problems. When I met you, I wasn't planning on falling in love, but you changed all that. The attraction was electric and unexpected. You came into my life and completely turned it upside down. I love your smile, I love your eyes, but most important, I fell in love with the person inside all of that. You make me laugh a lot. I am not the perfect guy. I make you cry a lot, and I will also annoy you, piss you off, say stupid stuff that I would regret later. I say it and take it back. You're my favorite hello and my hardest goodbye. Hearing your name brings butterflies to my stomach. When I see you, my heart starts to race, and even thinking about you puts a smile on my face. I would walk through the desert. I would swim across all the oceans to see your smile. The months and the years to come are slipping by, and I tell you often that I love you, That's that my life would not be complete without you anymore. I don't know, though. If I really told you how loving you has improved the quality of my life in so many ways, loving you also means I have the opportunity to be there for you when you need me. I wonder if you know how much I look forward <clears throat> To the simple things we share. On the weekends, I enjoy relaxing with you and just watching a movie. Sorry, I kind of... The screen blanked out. Uh, okay, wait. I lost my place. Sorry. I can't even imagine my life now without you. Through the days and through the nights... Thank you for always being there. I will always be there for you. I will always be there for you. I will always be there for you. I want you to know how much I truly love and appreciate you, sweetheart. You mean everything to me. I am forever yours. Your one and only, Nathaniel Austin Roberts. Yeah, kind of messed up, isn't it? So, you know... When a person writes something like that, you think, man, they're just not capable of hurting you in a way that you never thought was possible. (laughs) I never thought I was going to be able to experience heartbreak because I try to avoid all that, and it's an irritating process. So uh, I guess to give you a summary, I fell in love, and now I'm crying about it, (laughs) which is valid, but... The most twisted part about all of it is, after three years of trying and trying and having little bumps in the road, because, like I said, he did live with me, and for six months, we were in a relationship and nothing was happening, so I called it off, broke up with him, and proceeded to date one of my friend's friends, which wasn't good, but it was, in a sense, like a rebound then I think this rebound fell for me and unfortunately I used him it's not good it's not good at all but that's what happens things happen and people get hurt in the process and I resorted back to the problem child because I always thought it was going to get better I was promised that things were going to get better and he just couldn't commit to the fact that Life was suff- like suffocating him, and he wouldn't let me in, and 
It was a very irritating process. I really don't want to go down that road again and talk about the past because I'm trying to move forward, you know? <clears throat> but um, I guess we can fast forward to him meeting a girl and finally getting what he wants. And that's the sucky thing about men, or I guess some people in general, not men, all men, but they're just trying to fill a lot of voids because it's what they want and not what they need. I don't know if any of that makes sense to anybody. <sighs> I just hate falling in love with people. It really kills me. And I have no closure because people don't know how to be adults. And they think that their peace is better than my peace of mind. And I'm not allowed to ask questions and I'm just supposed to move on with no answers and no regards. So now I have to walk on eggshells and worry about if I'm going to see this person around town and the people that he involves himself with because I still loved him and I still love him and it's unfortunate. I am working every day to get through it and get over it and trying to make new friendships and console in individuals and create a pretty cool podcast and I would like to say I'm doing a good job. People are coming forward and saying I'm doing okay and I start to feel like I'm in a good place again and yeah I don't know it's just sometimes I don't think you really know the depths of people's pain and I'm just trying to open up to people and let them know that if a guy or a girl have hurt you in the past and made you feel like crap you'll get over it It'll be a process, but you'll get over it. It's going to be a long, brutal process. Because even being with somebody for three or four years, but knowing them for 10 to 12, it's excruciatingly hard to let go. And I feel like I'll never see that person again. Because I've said some pretty hateful stuff, and he said some pretty hateful stuff. But the part that kills me is that he'll lie on my name and people around town will walk eggshells around me because they think I'm some manipulative you know like I'm him and it's very narcissistic but you know kids will be kids and I'm not a kid I mean like I am but I know what I want and I try to give that and try to mold a foundation of love and compassion and as soon as I do people leave <laughs> it sucks I'm sorry to open up all this to you but I don't understand how some guys can just go and date another girl with the same name it's pretty weird and she probably has nothing like no knowledge of me I don't know maybe she does it's just weird it is just so extremely weird that somebody can hurt you that much. You get close to his family, you get to know all these things, and you feel like you're doing good. And now I just have to move on and find other people to love and love myself again, and it's really hard. So, I don't understand. Maybe it was easier because when he writes things to me, he could talk to this other person because we have the same name. I don't know. Maybe he fell in love with her all over again because she had something I didn't. But he left his dog with me. 
he like is that was his that dog was his baby so it really makes me fear that he's gonna leave his family because I don't know maybe he won't I can't say but I really worry for him you know because I care I always will it's an unfortunate cycle but I'll never know why I was hurt and people take it as oh he said you were this and he said your mom did that and he said this and that okay well you don't know anything about me but hi I'm Shelby what's your name you know like stuff like that I'm just giving you guys examples of the situation it's it's just hard to go through a heartbreak and I know there are people out there that have um, chosen to go through six, seven, eight years of their lives and stay with somebody and it just doesn't work. And I wish, you know, I wish the best for those people because it is mentally draining to be with somebody for that long and know people that long and love them with your whole heart. And then they blame you like, well, maybe you shouldn't have gave me your all. I warned you about this. You know, kind of like threatening you with like this is your fault it's it's insane how people can act crazy and like I said he probably should have been a red flag because he was kind of the same jerk he's always been and he probably will always be the same miserable jerk that he always was and he probably won't ever change but if he does kudos because then now he could change for his son or daughter and his whatever I try to keep tabs and I have to watch him from a distance and it's stupid because people call you crazy when you do things like that but your family ensures you and they they comfort you and they take care of you family and friends that you really will be okay but sometimes I just want to punch a hole in the wall and I just want to be able to see his face you know one more time and ask him why he he decided to hurt me so bad and I won't ever get that closure and if I do it'll be after he's raised girls and sees what it sees what it's like to raise a girl and have her heart broken by her dad and have her heart broken by so many men and a lot of people will tell you well just try the other way maybe that'll work I I'm not saying that I don't like other people like you know I'm I'm not saying I like the same sex you know and and don't like it I'm just saying I want somebody to love me (laughs) wholeheartedly love me for all my quirks and kinks you know and everything my good days and my bad days my my hates and my loves and I'll do the same as long as you give me that I'll give you it right back But some people cheat the system, manipulate, and lie, and finagle, and none of this will mean anything. But it probably will be an episode, and it'll really help to get this off my chest. Because it is excruciatingly hard to fall in love with someone, everybody. I know you homies out there have gone through the same thing, and I hope you guys can hear me alright. It is so excruciatingly hard to love somebody and watch them try to love somebody else. I don't know how somebody can have that much love for me. And I'm not saying that, you know, what I didn't was right. I had to 
kick him out because it was trial and error every time. <clears throat> I even went to the depths of helping him and his brother move in here and, you know, get their lives on a good track. And it's hard to take care of boys when they don't want to be men. And I'm not trying to blame it on them. Maybe it's the way they were raised. I don't know. But the brother still hits me up. And, you know, the mom is still around where I can see things. And the grandma's still around. And I don't know what his problem was where he had to push me away. But it wasn't fair. And I hope one day he listens to this. And he feels like crap because that's how I feel. I feel like crap. I gave you every piece of me and it doesn't matter to you because you found something quote-unquote better. And people will say it's a blessing in disguise. I understand. I'm just feeling what I feel and I'm exhausted because I feel like I have to figure a way to love somebody again and I don't know if I can do it and it's scary (sighs) it is so scary to love again and get blamed because my parents watch out for my back because who's gonna be there when you leave you know my mom will my sister will I may talk my crap about them, but my family has my back. And it's just, it's just a lot, everybody. And the strain, I really needed to talk about this. Because it's not fair that they, that people just get to do that. And move on and think everything's okay and the families do it too and Nobody asks about me anymore that I know of. I don't get to see this person anymore. I don't get to hear from him. I don't get to show him all the cool things that his dog is doing that he loved so much. So, I don't know. Maybe it doesn't sit with him. Maybe he just doesn't care. But next month, it'll be, you know, the passing of his dad. I really cared about this kid, everybody. It is so unfortunate that people do these things. And I get lies told on my name that make me look like a villain. I won't keep much of your time, but I really wanted to open up about that. And how it excruciatingly hurt me. And my heart. And my mind. And everything in me. Not to go find this kid and talk to him. It's not fair that people can do that. And you have to be okay with it. And you have to pick yourself up. And like I said, I know people that have loved people for 10 years. And they still try. And they had kids with them. And it's not fair that he went and found somebody else to love. Because he thought I gave up on him. I never did. But he gave up on me. And that's the story I'm sticking with because how can you say all those words to somebody and not mean anything and still live in this crappy town? It's not fair. So anybody out there that knows him and knows 
the things he says about me or doesn't because he wants to just start all over again. I tried my best. And if you think it's bullcrap, it's it's bullcrap, but I'm exhausted because, like I said, I think I have to find a way to love someone again and be there for someone and learn somebody all over again. So thank you, Nathan. Thank you for breaking my heart. <sighs> hope you're hope you're so happy. Alright, well, I think I'm about my threshold. And now everybody knows my my recent trauma and hurt. And I hope you uh I hope you enjoyed. <laughs> Not trying to make any gain off of it. It's just it's just hard that all this ended a year ago and then he was with a different girl from his job with the same name so and then he sent me some pretty naughty pictures when they started dating but we don't have to get into all that because I'm sure she knows everything and everything's good on their end and that's how people do they start over when it's convenient for them and I'm cool with it so um I really appreciate y'all listening to me and ramble. It's just nice. It does make me feel really good to have somebody to talk to, whoever's out there listening. <sighs> Don't come from a place of anger. Just come from peace, love, kindness, and you know, give your all to yourself and the world. I know I probably shouldn't have bashed somebody on my podcast, which I don't think I did. I just told you guys my my story because I feel like I never can. And people always assume I'm the problem. And sometimes you have to play that part because, you know, what are you supposed to do? Keep defending yourself for something that you cared about so much and have somebody you thought cared about lie about you? Yada, yada, right? (laughs) That's why mental health is so important. I just feel a lot of um, the pressure came off my shoulders and my chest talking about this. I really hope I sounded okay because I know I was kind of whispering and I'm kind of tired so I might knock out. (sighs) This will make a pretty good episode, right? (laughs) Well, thank you so much for listening. Y'all have been amazing. Like I said, hit me up for merch. Let's get something going. (laughs) You know, gotta plug it in there. And uh, keep doing your thing. This has been Just a Homie Who Cares. Alright, love y'all. Peace.